this is Molly Patrick, and you're listening to the Clean Food Dirty Girl podcast. We are all about helping people eat more plants and celebrating imperfection as we navigate life's messiness. Okay, so today I want to talk about traveling while eating a plant-based diet. So the first thing to know about this is if you want to continue eating a plant-based diet while you travel, it is entirely possible to do it as long as you kind of make up your mind ahead of time to stick to eating plant-based. There's a, there's a way to make it work, but you have to decide for yourself. There are some people who eat a whole food plant-based diet at home. And then when they travel, they're like, you know, I'm just going to stick to eating um, a vegetarian diet, or I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to follow any way of eating. I'm just going to eat kind of whatever it is that I want. Um, some people, you know, it's totally up to you. And so I suggest that before you go on your trip, wherever you're going, you do a couple of things. A, or let's just go with one. Why did I start with A? I don't know. Let's do one. (laughs) One A, whatever you want to call it, you decide, okay, how plant-based do I want to be on this trip? Um, And then I always like to uh, look over my, you know, decide what I want to do and then look over my reasons for doing it and decide if I like those reasons, right? Sometimes for some people eating plant-based on their vacation or their travels is going to make it stressful for them, right? And not that, not that it is inherently stressful, but there's ways, I mean, there's ways to make it easier on oneself when doing that. And it doesn't always have to be stressful. But if you think it's going to be stressful to eat plant-based when you travel, it probably will be because that's what you already have in your mind and what you're telling yourself. And um, we humans like to, you know, we like to prove our thoughts to be right. So if you're going into this thinking, oh, this is going to be really stressful. I don't want it to ruin my vacation. Then, you know, maybe it's better off that Maybe you're better off just um, being, you know, just kind of loose with it and and eating, you know, plant-based when you when you can and not really worrying about the rest. So that's definitely an option, right? Um, and there and and certainly I've talked to some people who are like, hey, I just I don't want to worry about the food. I just want to go have a good time. Awesome. Totally an option. Or you could decide I'm gonna I'm gonna eat plant-based and I'm not gonna worry about the oil and if there's you know some a few processed vegan things that I eat then then so be it right you can decide that um, you can decide okay I'm gonna really stick to eating a whole food plant based um, diet no oil and um, and really really stick to it you could do that and and I would I would say that any of those options are possible and you just have to decide what what you want to do. And then kind of make a plan. If you're being kind of loosey-goosey with it, then you don't have to make so much of a plan. If you are, you know, planning on eating plant-based and not really worrying so much about the oil or like, you know, not being so strict with, you know, about processed foods, then maybe you have to plan a little bit less. But this does take some, some planning, depending on where you're going, especially. And then if you're planning on eating, you know, a whole food plant-based diet, no oil, um, then you know, no oil, nothing processed, then 
that's going to take a little bit more time to plan and to strategize and to follow through with when you're on your trip. But again, you know, it's all possible. Um, and, and you just have to decide what's right for you. So that's the first thing to keep in mind that if you want to do it or however you want to do it, there is a way to do it, no matter where you're going, I would say. I've been to places, I've been to a lot of places in the world. And when I travel, my personal preference is to eat plant-based and to not worry so much about the oil and not worry so much about, um, you know, try to stay away from, from vegan processed foods as much as possible. But like, I'm not super, super strict about that. Like if there's a, if there's a vegan gluten-free, like banana breads at some point, like I'll be all over that. Right. So, but I, but I do, I do really try to stick to eating plant-based and I really have traveled like many places, many, many, I've been to many continents, many countries and have, and have, have stick to a, a, a plant-based diet. So there's always ways to make it work. Um, so, and again, it's going to, it's going to depend on where you're going, right? Like there's going to be some places that you go in the world that are going to be a lot easier than other places in the world. Um, if you're wanting to stick to a plant-based diet and I have the extra special, um, ingredient that I am not eating and that I can't eat because of my skin, which is um, gluten. And so that's also a consideration. And depending on where you are in the world, that can be a lot more tricky. Um, I've been in France for the past like month and a half and eating plant-based and gluten-free in Paris has been pretty easy. Um, when I go out, there's, there's pretty, there's a lot of options, but I have cooked a lot of my own food as well. Um, at the current moment, I am recording this um, from Corsica, which is an island um, that's that's south of the uh, France mainland, and it's in the Mediterranean, and it's a beautiful island, and it's yeah, it's really really beautiful here. It, it is not what I would say plant based friendly. Um, the, I haven't found really one restaurant and I've looked, um, I haven't really found one restaurant that offers anything plant-based except for things that happen to be plant-based by default, right? Like maybe there's, um, this is the land of like charcuterie and cured meats and cheeses. Oh my God. So many cheeses. Um, this is the land of bread. Um, this is, this is not a super plant-based and gluten-free friendly place. Now there are grocery stores and the place I've been staying in various places and there have been little kitchens in the places where I'm staying. And that has been key. If you are going, if you are traveling anywhere and you're wanting to stick to eating plant-based and like pretty healthy plant-based, Find a place to stay that has a little kitchen. It doesn't need to be a big kitchen with everything. It just needs to have a few key things. A refrigerator is really, really helpful. 
Uh, refrigerator not not just helpful but if you're going to do this like you need a little fridge it doesn't have to be a big fridge it can be a small fridge but that is like key right having some kind of way to heat up food so um a, a little stove right whether it's um a little portable stove or or an electric stove whatever it is like at least one or two burners is great a sink and then a microwave eh, could take or leave that. An oven is super helpful, but not necessary. And then just making sure that the kitchen is stocked with kind of the the basic cooking tools. A cutting board, some knives, some pots and pans, a couple, you know, maybe a wooden spoon or a spatula. Um, just, you know, a blender. I None of the kitchens I've been staying at have blenders, so that hasn't been an option. Um, so, But just the, the basic stuff. If you can find a place, you can stay in a place that has a, a small kitchen with a fridge, some burners, a sink, and some basic kitchen stuff. And if you're staying in a place where there's going to be a grocery store, then you can do this. It's totally doable, even in a place that isn't super plant-based friendly, because thing is you're going to be cooking most of your meals and you know when I go visit places I really like to go to different restaurants and to see you know the different options and you know so like when I'm in Paris for example or when I went to Amsterdam it's like yeah I would find vegan restaurants and totally try stuff out and I had a really good time with that um, and then in places that don't have that then I would love to, but I mean, if there's, if there's no restaurant with a plant-based option, then I don't have that option. And I would rather cook at home than, than eat something that's not plant-based. So that's my personal preference. Um, but again, you know, you, you decide what works best for you, but if you are doing a plant-based way of eating on your travels, that's what you want to look for in a, in a kitchen. So, um, I'm going to, give you the list of groceries (laughs) because I really want this to be very practical for you. And I really want you to get a a solid idea of like, okay, these are the groceries that I bought. And these are the meals that I made with these groceries. Like I want this to be very helpful for you. Um, and if you want, you can even jot down this, this grocery list and, um, and, and, you know, save it for the next time you, you travel. So keep in mind, I mean, none of the stuff that I'm cooking is very fancy. It's, it's just basic food. There's some of, you know, some of the ingredients, like for example, I bought a tomato sauce that's jarred and usually at home I would make my own tomato sauce, but like that's, I'm not going to do that, right? Like I'm not going to batch one of our meal plans while I'm traveling and staying in these various small kitchens. Like it's just not ever going to happen. I do use um, Plant Fueled Life as a reference for a lot of things. So like I was cooking, I was going to cook some quinoa the other night. And so I went into Plant Fueled Life to, to look at the ratio of like quinoa to water. Um, and there's a couple other things that I use Plant Fueled Life for when I travel as well that I'll talk with you about in a moment. But a lot of stuff that I would usually cook at home, I'm not going to be making my own stuff, my own like pasta sauce, for example. Um, I'm not going to make cheesy sauces while I'm here. Like I'm not going to be doing batching necessarily. I'm going to be doing more like very basic cooking and and some assembly. So you might be listening to this and maybe you're like, well, I'm not traveling anytime soon, but I really want basic. 
Okay, I really want some ideas for some very quick meals that I can put together um, without batching or without, you know, spending a lot of time. This will be helpful for you as well. So, okay. So uh, one of the towns I was staying in, uh, the name was Bonifacio. Um, there was a great health food store. And oh, if you can find a health food store where you're staying, that's like gold that has like, a, that have maybe bulk bins and um, like some healthy groceries. That's wonderful. Some of the towns here don't have a dedicated health food store. There's just a regular grocery store. Um, and, and even then, depending on where you are, you can usually piece things together. I mean, when I was in Africa and we were traveling um, through Namibia, when Luann and I were traveling through Namibia, Botswana, and um, we went to Zimbabwe a little bit, but mainly traveling in Namibia and Botswana. Even then, I went to the grocery stores and I pieced it together. Um, and that was not, I mean, there's there was no like organic, gluten-free, plant-based section in the grocery store, I can assure you. <laughs> um, and so here, it's like the, the grocery stores are equipped with with more options for sure. But a regular grocery store works a... Um, but if you could find a healthy grocery store, a health food store, oh, that's the best. Okay, so here, is, here are the groceries that I purchased. And keep in mind, so this is, this is plant-based and gluten-free here. Okay, so the groceries I purchased were broccoli, cauliflower, um, some yellow onions, carrots, zucchini, green beans, snap peas, mushrooms, cucumbers, sweet potatoes, um, arugula, aka rocket, avocado, tomatoes, and then fruit, bananas, berries, melon, tangerines. And then I bought hummus, like pre-made hummus. I'm not going to be making my own hummus in where I'm staying. Um, pre-made hummus is just fine. Um, some gluten-free bread, some rice cakes, um, peanut butter, uh, miso, baked tofu, vegan yogurt, dark chocolate, because, you know, it's just my jam, rice noodles, quinoa, oats, dried fruit, some nuts, some gluten-free spaghetti, some pasta sauce, like some red sauce, some pesto, some cooked beans. Um, I bought chickpeas and lentils and white beans. So these are already cooked. I'm not going to cook my own beans from scratch. Getting the cooked ones are just fine. Some pre-made uh, falafel. That's in, or They were like the refrigerator section. And then some unsweetened soy milk. And then tea. Right. Uh, so that, that was my grocery list. And that's kind of what I, what I had to work with. I did one kind of big grocery run in the beginning. Um, I've, I've been here for almost two weeks. So one grocery store run in the beginning and then kind of supplemented that with, um, you know, picking stuff up here and there as I went, you know, as the days would go by and I would use some things, I would just kind of supplement with going to the grocery store or finding a market. <clears throat> okay, so... 
Now I'm going to tell you, so I told you the groceries that I purchased. Now I'm going to tell you the meals, some of the meals that I made with those groceries. Okay, so I made, and keep in mind, I have only in two weeks, I've gone out to eat once. And there was a kind of like a salad plate, kind of. It was not, yeah, it was like a, a big plate with like lots of veggies um, and some olives and some sun-dried tomatoes and some delicious artichoke hearts and some fresh um, hearts of palm and some really delicious fresh tomatoes and um, some avocado and it was a it was really fresh, really delicious. So that's the one time I went I went out to eat. Other than that, every meal I've made every every meal. So here are not every meal that I've made, but here are some of the basic meals that I've made that that are kind of go to for when I'm traveling and eating like this. So I make a big thing of miso soup. And I buy the miso paste and I will saute some carrots, some onions, some mushrooms um, and saute those veggies and then boil the water for the miso, add the miso paste, add the veggies, add, add some diced tofu and then kind of let that set and then cook some rice noodles in a separate pot and then put rice noodles in a bowl with a bunch of miso and veggies. That is one very, very easy, delicious uh, meal that I can make really quickly. Uh, sweet potatoes. So I did not have a stove. So I cut a bunch of sweet potatoes in quarters and just simmered them on the stove until they were tender to my liking. And then I steamed some broccoli and some green beans. I heated up some lentils. I chopped up some baked tofu and then I um, sautéed some zucchini. And so I had the, the broccoli and the green beans, the sautéed zucchini, the lentils, the baked tofu. I found a packet of vegan cheese sauce that was just like the, a powder. And it was, I think, cashew-based. Was it cashew-based? I'm not, I don't remember. I think it was. But it was just a powder that I could put, it, put in a pot and then add some non-dairy milk on the stove and like whisk it together. I did not have a whisk, but I had a fork and just sort of uh, mixed it together and it kind of got thick. That was really, that was really fun. I was very excited to find that. That's something that I found at a health food store that I wouldn't necessarily find at a regular grocery store. Um, so that was what I did for that meal. So I just took the sweet potatoes that I had simmered and then I put some of that cheesy sauce on top and then just loaded it up with the broccoli, green beans, zucchini, lentils, and baked tofu. Really hearty, very nutrient dense, very delicious. Um, and then gluten-free pasta. I bought some gluten-free, it was like corn and rice spaghetti with um, some red sauce heated up just from a jar and then I steamed some cauliflower and then I sauteed some chopped up carrot and onion and then I put the carrot and the onion in a bowl and then I added the cauliflower and then I added some chickpeas, stirred that all together with some pesto that I also found in a little jar at the grocery store. And so kind of made that chickpea, cauliflower, carrot, onion, pesto mix 
And then I dished up the pasta, put a bunch of that mix over it, and then doused it with the red sauce. Really easy, really yummy. And then I did another pasta dish, but this one was with um, sautéed mushrooms and sautéed zucchini and onion and then some steamed broccoli. And so when I do this, you guys, I I will like sauté the mushrooms um, well, first, like if I had mushrooms, broccoli, zucchini, and onion, I would saute the onion and the zucchini. And then when the onions were nice and cooked, maybe, you know, five to seven minutes in, I would add the mushrooms, cook those up. And then I would, I steam the broccoli separately. And then when the broccoli is just kind of like tender, um, I will add the broccoli to that mix and just kind of mix everything together. And then and then I cook the pasta, put the mushroom, broccoli, zucchini, and onion mixture over the pasta, and then put red sauce on top. So that was like two different, you know, two, two meals that were similar, but it had different veggies. Okay, and then I made a quinoa bowl. And so I did just the cooked quinoa, and then... I did that same cauliflower mixture with the that I used for one of the pasta dishes. So the cauliflower, the chickpeas, the carrots, and the onions mixed together with pesto. I made a bunch of that so that I could use that not only for the pasta dish for that meal, but also to put that in the quinoa bowl. So that was very easy because I already had that made. And so I could just heat that up in a skillet and then um, heat up some quinoa. And then put a bunch of quinoa in a bowl, put that cauliflower mixture on top. And then I added some diced avocado and some chopped up cucumbers and then a dollop of hummus on top. Delicious, satisfying, super easy. And then for lunches, I'm typically doing like sandwiches um, with some gluten-free bread. And I'll either do like a peanut butter and fruit sandwich. I like um, berries and bananas with some peanut butter, I'll do that. Or I'll do like um, a sandwich with some hummus and then some baked tofu and then some tomatoes and cucumbers. Like I'll do one of those sandwiches for lunch and then maybe some carrot sticks and like a tangerine on the side. And then for breakfast, I've just been doing um, like oatmeal and and not even hot oatmeal. Like I just do the, um, the rolled oats and put a bunch of rolled oats in a bowl and add in like dried fruit and nuts and um, mix it all up. And then I put that in a big bag to have. And that, that way I don't have to like do that mixture every morning. And then I just add soy milk to it and I don't even, I don't heat it up or do overnight oats. Like I'm literally just eating, eating that. And then if I have quinoa cooked, I will, um, add some quinoa in there as well and then top it with like a bunch of um, fruit, some berries, some um, apple, some bananas, um, any of that. So that's what I've been having for breakfast. So just super basic, super easy. Okay, so those are the some of the meals that I made with those ingredients. And what I want to talk about now are some helpful things to travel with that will kind of help you do this. <laughs> and I, I brought some of these things with me, but some of them I didn't. And I, I would 
if I were to redo it, I would bring more of these things. So one thing that can be very, very helpful, which I did not do, and I wish that I would have, and next time I definitely will. In Plant Fueled Life, we have, and Plant Fueled Life is our monthly membership, and you log in and have access to the absolute best, most delicious whole food plant-based recipes and meal plans around. Um, and so we have a lot of people in our community who are plant fueled life members and they, you'll get a login and you'll have access to our digital, um, our online classroom, which is amazing. So we have a, in plant fueled life, we, one of the things we have is a bunch of recipe collections and these are like little mini, um, cookbooks that have different, um, types of food right like we have a recipe collection with just um favorite salad dressings from our community like all of the salad dressings that are the most popular we have that in a collection we have all of our our members most favorite sauces in a collection we have a collection with um hearty soups and stews so it's kind of like the best of the best in in these collections so it's pretty cool but one of the collections we have which is brilliant is a seasonings and spice mixes collection so this is i mean this is helpful for any time but when you're traveling you guys if you can pick a few of these seasoning and spice mix recipes and put them together and then put them in a little plastic bag and put them in your luggage you are going to be so happy that you did so we have um, like a vegetable bouillon powder, which would be amazing to have that. And then just all you need to do is add some hot water and you have a delicious broth that you can sip or you can add veggies to or noodles to or whatever. Um, there's a savory tofu scramble seasoning, which is amazing. We have taco seasoning mix. We have a simple chili seasoning mix recipe. We have an every uh, CD sprinkle, which is like an everything but everything bagel seasoning. Um, we have an all-purpose salt-free seasoning blend. We have a Greek seasoning blend, an Italian seasoning blend, so many different types. So what I would do the next time I go on a trip, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pick a few of these and make them so that I have this mix because most kitchens you stay at, they're not going to have a well-stocked spice pantry. Like most of the places I'm staying at don't have any nothing in the pantry at all um and you don't want to go buy like a bunch of seasonings because you're not going to use them all right but if you can pre-mix them then you have just what you need and it's brilliant so one of the things that i highly recommend doing we have a recipe for a mac and cheese like a cheesy sauce powder make that and bring it with you because with that, all you have to do is add non-dairy milk, put it on the stove with some non-dairy milk and whisk it up. And this is similar to what I purchased at a health food store, but ours is like way better and easier and cheaper and just better. But when you do this, you can do like mac and cheese or you can put when you, you know, make the cheesy sauce, you can put it over potatoes, you could put it over veggies, you could put it over rice. There's so many things you could do with it. So that is really handy. Um, but also just something like, you know, a simple um, Italian seasoning blend with a little bit of salt. Um, 
or no salt if you don't do salt um, is super, super helpful. So that's something that will change the game when you, when you're traveling and eating plants. I like to bring just one kitchen towel, just like a dish towel, just one, just little bits right in my bag. Um, because some places don't provide that. And it, it's just really handy to have a kitchen towel. Um, an all purpose soap. So you can buy, I think like I like to use Dr. Bronner's, but there are other ones as well. And usually you can find this at um, health food stores and they usually have little travel size ones. And sometimes I'll just buy a big one for my house, but then I'll have like a little, you know, travel size container that I can then put, I could fill up from the bigger bottle. But this, this is great because what you can do is not only can you do the dishes with this, but you can also wash your clothes. So there may be a washer where you're staying. Maybe there's not. Maybe you'll have to wash your, hand, your clothes by hand, but you could use the soap for that. You can use the soap for washing your hands. Um, you can use the soap to clean your body. You can use it for everything. So a good all-purpose liquid soap in like a travel size container so helpful. And, and some places will have like laundry soap or dish soap or whatever, but a lot of places it's really, it's, it's, it's like a one that you'd buy at a regular grocery store that has a lot of harsh chemicals. And I just don't use that stuff. So bringing my own is amazing. Um, bring a couple, I like to bring a couple of, um, like Tupperware containers, not big ones, but just a couple that can be very, very useful. So I, let's see the, during the, let's see the day that we traveled here to Corsica, I made like some sandwiches and then I also made, oh, I know I had some sweet potatoes left over. So I put a couple of sweet potatoes into a Tupperware with some steamed broccoli and I did that. And then some sandwiches and a Tupperware. And I did one other thing. I don't remember what now, but I, I, I packed those for lunch on the travel day so that when we were done eating that stuff, we had those, those Tupperwares to use while we were, um, traveling and making, making food, right? So that's a very handy thing to, to do. Um, a cold, like a cold bag, an insulated bag, even if it's small can be really handy. And then some travel utensils. I like the bamboo ones that is like one side, there's a spoon and then the other side, there's a fork. Very, very handy. And then I like to bring I didn't remember this time, but I do like to bring a couple of cloth napkins along. And again, these are things that are like little, they'll just fit really well in a little carry on. And those cloth napkins can go a long way because some places don't have them and some places don't have a paper towel and it's nice to be able to, to use a napkin. So those are some helpful, helpful things to pack that don't take up much space that you'll be happy to, um, happy to have when you need them. So the bottom line is that it is totally possible to eat plant-based and even plant-based and gluten-free while you travel. Um, keep in mind, like it's not the most gourmet thing. It's not going to be the most 
you know, spectacular flavor explosion going on in your mouth. It's not going to be like, you know, if you're used to, to, to cooking our recipes and batch cooking our meal plans, like it's, it's not going to be that. And if you just have those expectations, like, okay, it's going to get me by and it's going to be healthy and it's going to be pretty good. And that's great. That's, that's what it's going to be. So it's, you know, for me, I would rather have something that's not as, um, you know, that's, that's plant-based and not as exciting than not eating plant-based like that for me just isn't an option. Um, I really, I really love eating plant-based and I, you know, even, even if it's a little bit of work or I have to strategize a little bit, like it's totally worth worth it to me. And it's, I think that it's really fun. I think that it's really satisfying and, um, and even, you know, the gluten-free bit as well, that's semi new to me and I'm, I make it work. Um, my girlfriend's Carol, she is also gluten-free and we've been traveling together. And so it, it, it's been kind of nice to, to, um, have somebody who also understands that plate (laughs) and who also like, you know, she's not eating the delicious croissants and baguettes and all the, the delicious gluten filled things. Um, it's been kind of nice to have someone that, that is similar you know, in that way. And she also eats like I eat. Um, she's not totally plant-based, but, but she eats, you know, maybe she would eat something that's not plant-based when she goes out, but otherwise she really likes to eat plant-based. So that's, I mean, it's, it's nice to be able to, to share that with somebody for sure. So anyways, that is my, that's what I have for you today. I hope that this is helpful and I hope that you, um, that you are inspired to, if, if you want to eat a plant-based diet on your next travel adventure, I hope that you're inspired to give it a try and just to know that it is possible. Um, and I hope that these tips have helped. Okay. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, you are going to love Plant Fueled Life, our monthly membership where we help you eat more plants and celebrate that beautiful human imperfection that we all have. You can try it out for free for 10 days by going to the show notes of this episode and clicking on free trial. You can also go to our website, cleanfooddirtygirl.com and clicking on the banner at the top of the website. Uh, click on start free trial and that'll get you there too. Also, if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed, or if you enjoy this podcast, will you do me a solid and rate and review it so that other people can find it as well? Okay. Thanks so much.